0: i Spaces Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, June twenty-first, two thousand twenty-two. Today on the Ether, the Hypersent Launchpad presents the Mock Token Sale. Mock, mock. Let's take a listen.
1: Welcome to the first episode of Hyperspaces. I'm Andre, and now I'm uh, I'm going to do some um, organizational stuff to add some speakers, some co-hosts. Um, so yeah, give me a second, please. Welcome, everybody, and thanks for joining us. Okay, Cameron is here. I'm going to make him a co-host as well. Andre is here as well, co-host. Trying to see Alex in this list. Whenever he's uh, he's here, I'm going to make him a co-host as well. Welcome, guys. And the Kongs are here as well. I'm going to make them speakers as well let me see where um, miners of cadenas are hello mike check one two hello hello hello. i can hear yeah
2: nice yeah welcome everybody And how's it how's it going over over on the other side of the world today
1: well wait wait one second uh, it's all good when it's sunny here in uh in europe so, uh, it's a good start of the day
2: Nice. Yeah, we're we're just <laughs> rain. It's all rain now. <laughs> we're like in the middle of summer and I think we've had one sunny day so far. <laughs> well, considering
1: how hot it is all over the globe, I think you shouldn't worry too much.
2: Yeah, I'm one of those people. <laughs> as soon as it reaches over like 20 degrees Celsius, I just melt. So I'm, I'm happy for now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice, nice uh give me a second just i'm still trying to okay invite to co-host invite to speak
3: yeah,
1: I just, I just and echo is here good. as well alex is here as well welcome alex
3: nice to talk to you guys i'm currently in the office right now so don't to speak too much it's just that, uh...
1: okay man okay king kong um <laughs> welcome good to see you. hey everybody hey Hey, alex how's
4: everybody doing
1: welcome to our spaces man
4: thank you thank you (laughs) can i can i just say something before we get started
1: for sure man muck (laughs) muck 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 indeed
4: bro Uh, i'm excited this is like one of the most important twitter spaces we've ever done
1: and it's actually our first i mean our first as as hosts so
3: um yeah it's a, it's a big step yeah, Mark, you guys been hosting every, uh, every thursday or friday you kind of have like a weekly little round table something.
1: Uh, sir, sorry sorry crypto i didn't i didn't hear you very well man
3: oh sorry yeah uh, i was just thinking that uh, i think mock uh, Excuse you all uh, have been hosting a weekly event or a weekly space, right? Oh, and, yeah,
1: they have the yeah. Mock Friday.
4: Yes,
3: we do. Mock Friday, is that
4: Yeah, we started Mock Friday like a month and a half ago. Uh, basically telling all of our community members, doesn't matter what happens, bear market, bull market, every single week there's going to be a space in which everybody is going to have a chance to talk to us. happening within the market, AMAs, whatever all together so yeah that's nice, pretty nice.
1: awesome well, the, um, like the way we 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 will do our uh our spaces is from now on we'll do it twice a month and uh we'll make sure we'll have something interesting to say since we are we want to do it so oftenly so um expect alpha whenever we host the spaces uh, even today who knows
4: uh, who knows? Are you already <laughs> ready to spill the alpha?
1: No, nah, not yet, man. Uh-huh. Not yet.
4: We got a bit before that.
1: Of course, man, of course. You don't, you don't go like that. <laughs> so anyways, I'm now looking over the, the spaces program that the genius uh, team of mods have prepared. Um, and yeah, I see that Alex and Andre are here as well, and I want them to uh to speak as well as, as I've made them speakers and co hosts. You are
5: muted, both of you guys. But hey, man, hey guys, what's up? Hey, guys, nice,
1: so it works, anyways. Um, yeah, basically. Uh, we are going to start with a bit of introduction, how we how we started in Kadena and so on. a very short introduction and how we met all these wonderful people. Um, shortly, me, I, th- I think you already know me, and uh, uh, Alex worked for for Kadina, uh, not directly, but as contractors to to build their new website. Uh, and when uh, when we our work was a bit too radical, we decided, and Kadena said, look, it, your work is a bit radical. We decided to make a launchpad, which had the same purpose as our initial work, to bring new projects on Kadena. Uh, when we decided to build a launchpad, we obviously called the best programmer we knew, which is Andre, uh, And uh, yeah, and this this is how basically hypercent was born. But what's more funny is that um, when we leaked our website, one of the first people who wrote to me, Was Alex from Mock, like I think, like the third or something, people to to write to me uh, about wanting to join our our (laughs) whitelist?
4: Was it about the whitelist or was it about something else?
1: I think you said something like I think it was about the Israeli community or something I don't remember very well obviously there's a there's a chat history it was maybe maybe whitelist for Israeli community or something yes. you are smooth though you are smooth as fuck so I, it was, I, I, obviously man obviously and I don't know if you, if you know what like Alex was one of the the people who uh, who believed in us so much that at some point he used some of his own money to create some high-percent stickers, which people still use because they're they're awesome.
4: The best twenty-five dollars I've ever spent in my life.
5: For sure. That's man. why it's called That's why it's called Fiverr, man. <laughs>
4: yeah, five stickers, five dollars each.
1: It was a 25 fiver. <laughs> Anyways, so um yeah, it was uh, obviously our launch Uh, although like three months I think it's literally three months ago yeah it was on 31st um, March it ended a different market you know when when we launched and and every announcement we did post our launch you know it was the market was red and obviously for us that time it felt uh, we didn't care that much because we knew our vision and our mission but we felt like we were a bit you know, unlucky to get red markets during our announcements. However, things went even more downhill there than that. But uh, I was looking the past days at uh, at Solenium and Polka Starter. I was really curious. I was like, what what are those guys doing during during this market? Uh, and what they are doing is they're they're gaining 20 likes per post and they have five, 500,000 followers each. So it seems that most of the ecosystem behaves very differently from Kadena. Nobody's building anymore. No no dog coins anymore. No no Elon and Starship and stuff like that. So I think that we are best to be in Kadena and I think that you know this is our chance to this is our chance to make it to make it work and to make you Kadina know, visible. Because if people learn that people are still building here and they're still grazing here, uh, it's going to be, bring both awesome projects and people to support them.
4: I'm just happy we're finally starting to get rid of all the garbage we have on crypto when we're starting to focus on what matters, right, which is actually high quality projects because all of the garbage doesn't want to build when the market is shit, but if you got the conviction necessary to be building something awesome, and you're willing to be building in these market conditions, and if you're an investor and you're investing in these market conditions, that just means you believe in whatever it is that you're doing, and you cannot take that for granted.
5: Of course, um, man. to be on- to be honest, um, I was actually looking into this, you know, and I was. Um, I was really trying to, um, like look at projects that, uh, like big projects, like what was your timing in the market and stuff, you know, uh, I thought that to be very relevant information. Um, I, I haven't found a project yet that made it big and wasn't started in a bear market, you know, uh, Cadena bear market, Solana bear market, you know, like all the big projects that we see today. Um, that was like bear market material. And you know, it makes sense because, uh, Like even for us, um, you know, like you raised, like um, we went through the process of raising and stuff, you know, and uh, there was a lot of pressure, you know, and uh, luckily I'm like very, uh, I'm very happy that we still have pressure from the community, you know, some communities like they just disappeared, you know, from a lot of uh, the ecosystems. Uh, But you know, that pressure sometimes can uh, build into something that, you know, forces you to make decisions uh, because you want to time the market you don't want to let opportunities go away and stuff you know and I don't think that's a healthy way of uh, looking at it you know like you need to uh, de- detach a bit from the fact that you are in crypto and it's a uh, it's like a very lively space you know and people are like like vibrant and you know like the communities are unbelievable but you need to detach a bit from that and you need to like work on the product you need to focus on the product you need to make sure that you've put enough time and you put enough effort into that you know so uh I think that uh that's why I I would see it as an explanation why a lot of the projects that did start in a bear market were more successful um but yeah you know I think a combination of like healthy community that supports projects and they are mature enough to understand that uh, crypto is not going anywhere you know crypto is just gonna get more and more advanced uh you know this space where you can build now and it's a bit more quieter but not quite enough i think it's probably one of the best times to build in crypto right now also
1: it, it's the best time to to get the supporters man you know uh i have all all respect for people who've holded. You know, I understand that I've joined Crypto in 2017, I've been there and I get people who capitulated and people who are gone, but on the other hand, you know, for Hypersent, most of the, like the announcements we made with different channels and whitelist giveaways were on the worst ever days, because that's when you get the best supporters, man. That's when you get people who really take the time to read and really believe in you you know and green days everybody's your friend but the, the biggest friendships and partnerships are, are built during bear markets
5: yeah i mean uh, um, it's um you know um i think that um the market you know definitely has a lot of volatility but um uh, recently i was uh listening to some podcasts and uh Uh, I ran into this guy, uh, Kevin Uh, (laughs) O'Leary. He's like a big, uh, he's like a big index. From Shark Tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this guy, he's, uh, he has like, he's invested a lot in crypto, man. And he said, you know, and please keep in mind, this guy is an index dude. So he's working with a lot of, uh, uh, he's working with the stock market. And he's working basically companies like oil companies that like put out, 240 million profit per day you know they go to this guy and they say uh, i want you to build me like an index uh basically go and invest on anything that is not like energy and transport you know like less of that so then he wants to put like the index yeah like he's uh, gonna put up an index for these companies. and he always asks like uh do you want to get some exposure to crypto you know like i'm not talking let's say like altcoins top 10 altcoins like just like bitcoin to start off with you know and all of them they're like super down for it like i want to put like one like one to three percent you know and for that like companies of that size that is a lot man you know and uh they they cannot you know like everybody's been saying that the institutional institutional money is in crypto and it's not man it's like zero basically like a lot of the big institutions like pension funds and stuff they cannot put money into crypto because uh it's not regulated yet and uh, reg- like regulations are gonna be coming uh in 2023 uh they've already already declared bitcoin to be a commodity so that like that's the first step to uh like getting closer to like a proper regulation But he was saying that basically no institutional money is in crypto yet. And uh, once that's going to happen, like crypto is going to go to the sky, man, you know, and these guys, they open positions. And uh, if it goes down, for example, you know, like they DTA down because like that's what big companies do, you know, they're not taking losses on uh, these types of investments, you know. So uh, he was saying how the market in the upcoming years, like one, two years is gonna start becoming like really stable and stuff you know and like really really big money is gonna come into crypto soon so uh i'm really looking forward to see uh how that pans out you know i'm uh, i'm watching these like this guy a lot you know to see what he thinks and uh, uh so far he's like very confident about it
1: you know basically what we want to say is that <laughs> i think it's time for for kadena ecosystem to to bloom because in this in this ugly ass market, when everybody is is you know, or doom and gloom and people are, you know, people are very angry because they are participating in projects uh, built to dump on them. You know, they get dumped on by VCs and so on. And actually, a lot of launchpads, you know, they self doom because they they deplete their users' funds. You know, <laughs> so obviously, at some point, you're going to be left out of money you know so i think this is this is the good the perfect timing to 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 create you know to build great projects to launch them in a very intelligent manner to protect retail investors to to do things right like like they've never been done before in crypto or or rarely been done before in crypto
4: and that just to add to that it's a matter of sustainability we see so many different projects right now failing just because they're not sustainable. They're not su- sustainable because of different things, either financial models, right? Or manipulating price growth, right? And launch paths are the yeah. same exact thing. If you create a system that only favors the rich, of course it's not gonna be sustainable because that combined with these he's, creates a system in which all of your users, your actual users, end up losing a fortune of money over time they're not gonna continue with you over time and you're not gonna launch anything that's of high quality
1: also you know a lot of the launch pads and projects have have a very let's say um, shady way of selling stuff you know they um they they get like they sell a big percentage in private and they lock it for let's say 15 months and then they have a very cheap public sale of only one percent of tokens which have like an instant tge and they pump those one percent because it's they create false buying pressure for a very small percentage of tokens Mm -hmm. and as soon as the private tokens get released i mean before that private tokens get released they dump with vcs and stuff like that and the team and so on but the idea is that they create the type of volatility that makes people afraid to hold their token, even to use it as a utility. Because if you have a utility token, you know you want to have a, a bit of a, you know, I, I'm not saying stability because it's crypto and it's hard, but you want it to be sane. You know, I mean, if you if you look at hype, the way we conducted our sale, our token is like 0.40. 0.4 cadena it was sold for zero zero eight but it floated around at the same cadena um, ratio for a while now because you know if you sell to a lot of people for the same price and you don't have backdoor deals you don't have shady stuff your token will, will be a great utility token because people won't won't want to sell it right away just after they use it because they've seen it work they've seen it you know, being used by people, being stable, and I think, I think this will, this is, this, this is going to be a, a game changer.
5: Um, yeah. I think, um, I think it all starts with the design, man. You know, um, and even before the design, uh, it all starts with intent. Uh, you know, so, uh, uh we had some experience, um, uh, before, building hypercent uh. You know, um, but it wasn't like uh, like 100% we've done four projects before experience, you know. So uh, maybe in our naivety, if you want, you know, we actually wanted to build something for the users because we ourselves were like users and stuff and we were putting uh, money into projects and stuff. And basically, uh, we kind of built uh, a project, you know, that was... What we would have wanted to see, and uh, you know, I'm saying that maybe like we were a bit more like beautifully naive in that sense, uh, because the stories I've been reading lately, man, they're like unbelievable. Like, do you guys know magic internet money? Like, do you know the state? Yeah, uh... <laughs> okay, so basically, magic internet money, and I, I couldn't believe this, basically. Uh, They had, like, a market cap of around, like, 300 million. And, uh, again, you know, I I cannot stress enough that it's called uh, magic internet money. But, um, basically, uh, last month, uh, during the Terra blow-up, they had, like, 12 million million bad debt was created by Abracadabra. Basically, these are the guys, uh, uh, the protocol behind... Uh, magic internet money and uh because liquidations couldn't happen fast enough uh, to cover uh the protocols uh, magic internet money liabilities uh this news was swept under the rug you know and uh basically they immediately took down their analytics dashboard so they could like upgrade it and uh the abracadabra team uh uh, said that the timing of their analytics uh, was, was a like fluke. a total coincidence. But instead of paying back the bad debt, you know, like uh, what? Uh, they had like out of the magic internet money treasury, basically the whole team decided to YOLO market by CRV, man. <laughs> of course, and and CRV. the bad debt
4: was only like, what, $125,000, right? Or something along those uh,
5: lines. I think it was like $12 million. Um you know, but...
4: I'm you know, talking like, even... about Daniela's personal bad debt.
5: <laughs> yeah, man. But, you know, like... <laughs> uh, like, now I can I can speak as a project owner, you know? And I can think, like, what are these guys thinking, man? You know? Like, how could you take, like, your money... Like, it's not your money at this point. It's money that you owe. Like, and you go and YOLO it on the market, man. You know? That's, like that's like I don't know like that's like gambling addiction with like your users money so like in my head I cannot even conceive like how that would be to actually make that decision you know but a lot of the market seems to be just flipping billions man you know like this guy goes like he borrows 100 million then uh he longs for like 50x and like basically a lot of people end up like flipping billions overnight man and it's like it's also not... Alex
1: don't yeah. forget about Solent man don't forget about Solent wait, wait
4: wait you cannot get to Solent before mentioning Rodrigo right Alex you're saying how can you be in a position that you're doing something like that those are the same people that hired as a CFO a Sifu that was responsible for everything that happened with uh, Rodrigo with about what 200 million dollars stolen from a centralized exchange <laughs> a centralized exchange basically rugging users
5: yeah man um i think in the end uh, we were like speaking with one of our advisors and this guy man he's uh he's a genius i cannot i cannot he's been behind a lot of our decisions you know and this guy is a genius and like we were talking about uh the market and i was concerned about what about the bitcoin miners and he said don't worry about bitcoin miners uh don't worry about uh like um funds that hold crypto don't worry about that those guys they're not dumb those guys they have of course because they are in crypto um they have a lot of uh scenarios that they work with so they're not yoloing you know they have if this happens then we take this measure if this happens we take this measure etc you know so it's very calculated it's very mature but who got like really really rugged in this uh, bear market was of course the retail but nobody got more rugged men than high rollers you know like crypto bros like people that are flipping hundreds of millions the ogs you know, like, they... yeah man like the high rollers like that's who like got hit the worst. like
1: logan paul i think that guy got rugged last lot man.
5: yeah man you know so uh, if people, he deserves if people it. like that, they really exaggerated. You know, like you cannot just print hundreds of millions, and you know, uh, it's like the casino. If you see you, you've made a hundred millions, man, just cash out, man, just cash out seventy, just seventy percent cash out. It's a lot of money, but
1: and know- besides that, Alex, they're making money off money with a lot of API and APRs, and anyways. The idea is that even the and system, the the way they held their DAO or voting system, let's call it, was was ownership based, and basically it allowed uh, Solana to take the funds of um, of somebody with the help of other whales because they had a lot of voting power, uh, which kind of sounds like proof of stake to me.
2: Yeah. i mean did you guys did you guys hear what what was going on on solana and stuff wow where they basically they basically voted to steal a whale's wallet exactly so that they could their own yeah, it's,
4: crazy. it's like how can you prove that you are so not crypto more than basically taking control of somebody's assets right
2: yeah, from it's, for the, greater good. it's for the greater good, though, remember?
1: Yeah, of
3: course.
4: <laughs> it's like, what?
2: You know, I
1: think this, this Solana thing, um, it reminds me of the DAO hack for the for the old school people, you know? When the DAO hack happened, um, the hacker, which was not a hacker, was somebody who used the smart contract for, for what it was built to do, but it was not built well. <laughs> that that guy made actually one of the biggest um, let's say uh, dilemmas in cryptos because you know charts from from uh, cardano and uh, and vitalik had this dilemma vitalik said look we're going to roll back ethereum and um roll it back before the hack which is today's ethereum okay and the guy from uh, from cardano said You cannot roll back a blockchain because it defies the purpose of it we are going to maintain the original ethereum chain because code is law right so the guy used the code as it was intended to be used you know and you know in the end you know which ethereum won so sometimes unfortunately ideology uh doesn't always win you know obviously they rolled back Ethereum 1 because people were, were happy to have their funds
5: um,
1: so yeah I think the Solana the Solana one will, will be another example of uh, of a yeah, dilemma man. like this
5: the, the Solana one is that's for me that's pure comedy man you know like if you turn this into a sketch you know there's like one guy that uh, has like a shitloads of Solana and uh, now he's getting like margin called and Uh, because of the protocol is about to dump you know it's just doing what like the purpose of it is you know and uh, people like people are trying to get in contact with him and it's like yo bro man please like pick up the phone you're getting margin called, you're about to dump on all of us and he doesn't pick up the phone you know and then like you go to your community (laughs) and it's like yo guys what are we gonna do about this guy's money you know like we're, we're gonna have to like Take his money and sell it ourselves, you know, so that it doesn't dump like like on the protocol. You Knowing that's man, that's like coming. It, like, that, you know? it sounds like
1: it sounds like rich Robin Hood <laughs> to me.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: He's acting like a centralized. Activity. I mean, they were basically gonna take over this guy who had 98% of the liquidity. Sold uh, taking out a loan with, uh, I think it was like 120 million or something like that. And they were putting up that wallet in a smart contract and OTC sell uh, some of his assets in order to cover some of his loans for getting marginal. I think his liquidation, was that about a 20 something dollar price of gold? It's, uh, uh, it's 20% liquidation
4: at $22, which is still a lot.
3: Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's still far I away, mean, though, thing, you know? But... Yeah, you it know was far But the fact that they, promoted, they even brought that up and then held a stand, like spun up another DAO and then held a stand vote where one whale pretty much just dictated the how that was going to go. The community threw a fit and then they threw a secondary vote and then it finally, like, that actually, you know, people realized that people were not okay with this. And they finally got a hold of the guy, and he, you know, he said he's gonna move some funds around. But that just goes to show that even some of these decks can act like centralizing things. This deck deck,
1: also, man, it shows what kind of people are part of Solana, you know? Because if you have that much money involved and you're into crypto for a while, you know you're in trouble for a while now, you know? So, I mean, it's probably people who made money selling carrots or stuff like that, because it's been told that a lot of like banks and so on, pushed Solana along with their institutional investors. And I'm not talking about funds. I'm talking about some dudes. Um, so yeah. Also welcome, um, KDX, Obi-Wan, obi Don. Um, he's just joined us. So anyways, um, let's move on from the market guys. It's, um, it's obvious a great chance for Cadena, Uh And uh, yeah, we, we need to make the most of it. I wanted to to give um, Alex a chance to, uh, like mock Alex, a chance to have a short intro about Miners of Cadenia here. Obviously, everybody knows about the projects, uh, especially in the percent community, since we've uh, been openly ha- helped each other from the beginning but uh yeah i think it's time to move on to our subject today so alex what about the, the giant hamsters man
4: they're not hamsters and if you call them hamsters again i swear to god <laughs> we will launch somewhere else we will launch at KDA dab i swear to god no no oh no we're not gonna do that Uh, Okay, so Miners of Cadania, also known as Mock, Mock Mock, started out as a very nice project that me and my partners wanted to be building all the way back of November last year. We basically saw it and we said, okay, we're investing in this ecosystem. We love this ecosystem, but the ecosystem is empty. So instead of being lazy, we said, let's build something ourselves, right? And that led us... Deep down the rabbit hole to areas that we never thought we will ever be in. So I'm not gonna talk about what Mach was supposed to be. I'll talk about what Mach is right now. Mach right now is honestly, 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 a first of its kind game five protocol, with the main goal of Mach to be type of aggregator that centers all of Kadena in one simple protocol that's gamified. Imagine a DEX, imagine liquidity farming, imagine NFTs, imagine a play to earn everything that has to do with Cadena in one protocol that is incredibly easy to use, super simple UI, ux and gives you incentives and rewards from almost every single thing that you do. If you swap, I think you get rewards. yeah, go ahead. Uh,
1: I feel that, you know, we were talking about this at the beginning, and I remember we were speaking about uh, the ability to go with your small capi and enter the lending shop or whatever zone on your map and get a cadena loan <laughs> and then use ZoidPay to buy a TV with that. I think that's like the the highest level of crypto dope to... to Play this like this 2D game, and then just buy a real-life TV with some CADENA you landed from that. I think it's it's the the beginning of DeFi because you have an easy to use user experience. You know, people have been playing this type of games for generations. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can you could be 50 and you you would be able to play this if if you played Heroes or stuff like that like a while back. You know? Yeah,
4: definitely. I mean this is this is the idea of how do we create the system in which everything is interoperable with each other because that's ultimately what we care about right if we're thinking about cadena right now we're thinking about okay how do we scale not as a blockchain but as an ecosystem how do we bring more users on board and how do we make sure people understand this is an awesome ecosystem and the truth is we cannot do it alone right we cannot develop mock but also develop a lending infrastructure in the same time but what we can do is develop an extremely modular platform that can scale itself when it comes to its land to allow for more projects to build and have more projects integrated into our tiny little metaverse and basically collaborate together with them now we have a lot of projects we're talking about and the applications are exactly as you said. There's so many things that can be done as long as you manage to think outside the box and see, okay, how do I take a lending protocol and give them an application within a game file? So yeah, you basically uh, mentioned it perfectly.
1: Uh, Yes, I think it's like shortly, it's like what Mana initially said they're going to do and kind of succeeded to some point but you know you know mana is a huge project and and everybody knows it but to some extent their their goal is it's the same yeah so um there's a lot of value here and a lot of a lot of space to grow because um you know DeFi, the mathematics behind it or the economy behind it it's it's hard to To get a normal user to to be um excited about about math or economics but you know it's easy to to get him excited about this item that he just picked up this drop that increases his farming and so on it's it's an immense anchor like he remembers or she whatever remembers that how it feels like from from games from other games so i think you're accessing a lot of a lot of Pleasant memories, you exactly. know, exactly, uh, exactly, which they can use to understand DeFi. L-
4: let me give you, let me give you another uh, scenario, okay? We got about what, ninety people in this uh, spaces right now. How many of the 90 I'd say one hundred. One hundred. So let's say one hundred. How many of the one hundred we have right now have actually provided liquidity at a certain point in time, okay? I'm betting you that maybe from the 100 we have, maybe 10, 15% have actually done that, right? So imagine a different scenario. Imagine if you send right now your miner to work in the mines, right? He finishes mining and right now you earned 100 MOC, you earned yourself 300 Cadmium, you earned yourself an NFT and you're presented with an option, okay? Claim your rewards right now or LP them. Right? Deposit them into your little piggy bank NFT within an LP. You'll, you're going to get a 20 something percent increase on your rewards in their default scenario. And by the time you claim them, hey, who knows what's going to happen? But it's so attractive because it's just a choice to make, just a click of a button to make. And by doing that, we're presenting people with more DeFi elements they've never seen before. You know, never interacted before because it was intimidating to them. We're incentivizing them. We're actually creating real, legitimate value because that type of commerce—that's how value is created, right? We're not pumping money out of thin air. Everything revolves around the transition of value. Yeah, man.
1: And you know, I remember when we we were speaking about this initially, and I made you an intro to. Uh, the Oasis game guys and and Michael, who I, I introduced Alex to Michael, who had like 60 uh, uh, X Infinity teams or something, right? Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Yeah, something like, like that. And I think that it was it was just for this reason to. To get like to get to the bottom to directly learn from people what's sustainable and what's not in play to earn because a lot of projects have failed due to lack of sustainability and I you know I'm glad that it was taken care of uh, in, in such a short time you know <laughs> it's it's especially valuable for Karina since you're I think you're going to be the first play to earn game uh, like literally play-to-earn game with a map and so on, and Cadena, and you're going to to set the example for for everybody else.
4: I really do hope so. Even though the standards that we put to what a play-to-earn is meant to be are significantly increased, because it's like I said in the beginning, we started out somewhere where now we're in a completely different level. We're no longer a play-to-earn. Right, where a new definition of GameFi, to the extent that we're GameFi, that boosts and puts the ecosystem within the top of its priority list. And how do we basically incentivize everybody? You know, not only to play the game. To play the game is a means to an end. How do we encourage and incentivize people to be a part of Cadena, which Lord knows, to all of us, really
3: like and love.
1: Hmm. Indeed, man, indeed. Um, yeah, so moving forward, um, I think um, it's time for Adam and Cameron, our other co-hosts, uh, to take over a bit as we, we were a bit, uh, let's say, uh, talkative, uh, so we can um, yeah, move on with their subjects. So Adam and Cameron.
6: Yeah, cool yeah well uh I, i'm adam nice to meet you guys um i'm the uh one of the moderators for hypercent and i'm also community manager at uh mining of K- cardania um so um we're gonna uh, get into things a little bit and uh, we're just going to talk about um sort of like uh you know the upcoming idio um you, you know talk about little, little bits and pieces and maybe such upon like how much hype we're, we're going to be uh, needing uh for guaranteed allocations and how the lottery is going to work um so we're, we're going to talk a, a little bit about that in a little moment uh, cameron do you want to come on and introduce yourself as well
2: yeah hello hi everybody yeah I'm, my name's cameron i'm just one i'm a cadena guy basically and then yeah i turned to nfts and spaces and so on and so forth so yeah i've uh i've actually i mean i've been following obviously both hypersen and miners of cadenia since uh basically the beginning i want to say Uh, well as as soon as they popped up on twitter basically i was following them i should say um but yeah so i i'm just super excited um you know for really all things cadena and all things nft cadena so super I'm assuming I'm speaking on behalf of the community that we're all very excited to see these IDOs and the launch pads coming out and marketplaces and and so on. Yeah, so yeah, it's cool. just really, really good, really good chat and really good times.
6: Yeah, and thanks very much for agreeing to uh, come on and co-host as well. So we appreciate that Cameron. thank you. Right, so um, we'll, we'll get straight into it then. And uh, we've got like a question for Andre this one. Um, so um, Andre, do you want to like touch upon sort of like you know, how much hype people are going to be needing for the, uh, you know, to receive the GA um, and, you know, how, how the lottery is going to function. Do you want to touch a little bit upon that?
1: Well, everybody's been asking about um, about the way our IDO will function, you know, the allocation the system, the rounds and so on, you know, and um, we've been very open about the fact that it's not going to be the Stardust system. Uh, the Stardust system is is a very good system to fix bull run problems uh hard to build but very good fortunately or unfortunately um we will use an intermediary system for before the stardust is ready which is based on unlocking hype you know uh with the same goals in mind uh fairness you know accessibility we are we were always open about the fact that we want people to be able to access the ideal. You know, we've we've seen tiers where you locked one hundred thousand worth of tokens to get like five hundred dollars allocations, right? Um, we've seen launchpads creating big, big whales that you know they make yeah, so totally much, much money that in the end they pump the token, the the launchpad tokens that normal users cannot even afford it in the end. You know?
6: Yeah, totally. So I, I I got wiped out by Star Launch um, for Solana that like. Took a exactly. massive chunk, you know, and it, it, it was horrible. <laughs> you know, exactly. and it's really, it's, and all- it's really good to see what you guys are doing and now. You're, you're considering all these factors, and you know, you know what you're putting together seems like really, really fair.
1: You know, and also the way the tiers are built, you know, it was a, a bit of a. It felt a bit Ponzi. You start with a low tier, you make some profits, you move up to the next tier, you buy more, you buy more. I, th- it felt a bit like. It was encouraging people to behave, let's say, unnaturally. You know, it it wasn't about liking a project, reading their white paper, taking some time to, to listen to what their founders say in a, in a Twitter spaces, right? It was like all this kind of rush, uh, instant gratification kind of stuff, right? So, um, for the hype system, you know, we are proud to say that. You can build your own tier. You know, you're not stuck between options, uh, between few options. You know, you can, you can pick uh, guaranteed locations. You can pick lottery tickets, as a, in an experience very similar to a, to a cart and checkout you get from e-commerce. You know, you just pick. You want two guaranteed locations and three, three lottery tickets. It's going to show you the total amount of hype you wanna lock, and that's it. And and this makes things you know, it makes things fun, especially when you combine it with the way the rounds are built, because, uh, for example, the first round, shortly, uh, the first round in the first round, everybody who has uh, allocations will join. So the first round is designed to be closed, right? So it can be closed if hundred percent of people buy worth of their all allocations. The first round is closed. Uh, who enters the first round? Well, people who locked hype for allocations, people who locked hype for lottery tickets and won, and people who received whitelist spots from projects. Uh, one remark I have to make is that the people who receive whitelist spots from projects, uh, they have one allocation. So that whitelist is worth one allocation. And one allocation, obviously, the next question people would ask is how much is one allocation? Well, basically, the way we do it is we open registration, we see how many people pick allocations and lottery tickets, and based on that data, we calculate how much an allocation is, simply put, right? Yeah. So anyways, in the first round, people with allocation join. Now, the second round, which is called the lucky losers round. Uh, is going to be filled with basically what's left from the first round is going to go to the second round and it's going to be divided between losing tickets. So if, somebody, if some guy had like one losing ticket uh, and some dude had like four losing tickets, they're going to have uh, different allocations, right? And the, the way we designed the second round was to, to basically make sure that everybody has everybody gets to buy obviously not at the same level but you know they're not left with a bitter taste they have something right yeah. and obviously the the, the third drone is first come first serve but the fact that the second round allows everybody who has who has losing tickets to participate could create a dynamic that people go for more lottery tickets instead of guaranteed allocations because they're cheaper. You know, it creates like this type of of gamified environment where people look at numbers and stuff like that. It makes it fun. For us, it's very important yeah. for it to be fun.
6: You're creating like a little economy there, aren't you? Like, if, what, like which one's gonna be the best sort of thing to go for? You, you know, so but I, I think people are probably gonna end up in into both of them, to be honest. But um, we'll think, we will see how go. it goes, but it sounds pretty cool. It sounds pretty cool. What you're I think that people will that. be like,
1: there's going to be super crazy people who go like, uh, one allocation and six tickets is the best <laughs> way to go, because look at those chances. I'm sure that, you know, yeah. people will will try to beat the system, and but in reality, it's really not beating the system, because in the end, everybody has a chance to buy, and um, yeah. it's up to that. As for the prices, you know, uh, the first ticket is 200 hype, 200 locked hype, uh, and the first allocation uh, is 1,000 locked hype. Each okay. ne- each extra ticket and each extra allocations are more expensive, because we were um, we are very anti whale. You know, I mean, we don't hate whales, but we j- just don't want to give singular people a lot of power. We want to have a we want to have a strong middle class, I think, and as high holders, we do, you know, for us, uh, 80% of users have bought maximum allocations, right? So we do have a strong middle class in high percent holders, and we, we want to maintain that at, at ideal levels as well, right?
6: That, that's that's pretty that's pretty pretty cool you know um so um <laughs> you, 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 know, you 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 i know i know yeah sorry <laughs> no sorry yeah why are you right so guys <laughs> because i so, know you yeah yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if i could ask as well for you guys' process i know i went through it myself for your guys's uh for the hype percent idio um, what's uh, for the people that don't know and, you know, maybe not even have Kadena, how do they KYC and how do they get hype to take part? Uh, is that
5: possible for them and so on? Yeah. obviously, man. Um, so basically um, starting with, uh, let's say around the end of this week, uh, we will have a KYC uh, feature inside our wallet that's going to be available 24/7, so you don't have to wait for a project to start with KYC. You can KYC before, and once the project starts, you just worry about the fun part about how many tickets and all of that, you know. Um, so, if you want to get into uh, uh, the miners of Cadena IBO, uh, your best bet would be to get Cadena from uh, basically anywhere you can get it from Binance, actually. It's the easiest to get it from Binance because uh, you don't have to do a cross-chain. Uh, then you create an X-Wallet uh, account or you can create a hypercent account and import that seed phrase into X-Wallet. Just send your cadena there, swap it for Hype, and you don't have to send it back to a hypercent account because uh, X-Wallet and uh, Hypercent are linked. Uh, so basically, then you would have the necessary Hype for you to uh, be able to come and stake and get a ticket and you know uh, like Andre said even with 200 uh hype uh like worth of hype I I don't know how much uh, that is uh, but even with like 200 hype you can get like one ticket and even if it's not like uh, a full allocation in the first round you're going to be able to get something for it in the second round in the lucky losers round you know so uh, basically um I would say to resume it, Binance, X wallet slash Hypercent, Hype swap Cadena for Hype, and that's it. Then you can just stake it.
1: I think that makes it pretty clear.
5: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah definitely. I yeah, know
2: yeah, for sure. Well, and I know as well. Um, I'm I'm assuming this KYC is going to be the same. Well, like same process. So, does that mean that people in North America can partake? Because I know I was able to take part in your guys's Hyperset uh, idea, which sadly is one of the only ones I have been able to take part in, because because I'm, I'm in Canada.
5: Yeah, no, Canada, During Canada man. <laughs> Canada is down, man, you know, so everybody that's from uh, Canada can uh, participate uh, in, in the IDOs and the KYC, it's the exact same one, you know. And by the way, just wanted to mention that uh, everybody who already KYC for our IDO, they won't have to KYC again, but um, make sure that you do use the same account, you know, uh, the amount of tickets. I had to personally take care of with people that swore that this is my one and only account. I've I've, I've created. I do not have any other account. And where's my uh, where's my hype? Uh, where's my cadena? All of that, you know. Uh, I've spent hours going through one with one dude, you know. And after two hours, he said like, uh, oh, actually, never mind. My wife just told me it's. Uh, uh, she has the correct seed phrase. So just please make sure that you do use the same uh, uh, K account that you have been KYC. Then you don't have to do uh, KYC again. Basically, you can just go ahead with staking.
6: Yeah, that's awesome. That, that that really makes it a lot easier for a lot of people. Um, you know, especially those that participate in the hacks and idea. That's that's brilliant. Uh, so, is there sort of like um, any difference between sort of you know those that have actually got a whitelist and those that purchase a guaranteed allocation by staking hype? So is there any difference between the two?
5: Yeah. So now, what people need to understand is that uh, a guaranteed allocation is not a maximum allocation. So what we did for our IDO, because, you know, uh, we were beta, we're still beta, you know, and we we will keep being beta until we launch uh, Hypersend 2.0, where we introduce Stardust and like what we've said to build from the beginning, uh, that's going to be the end product, you know? Uh, But obviously we're gonna take the time to make sure that it's 100% right. Um, But, um, uh, sorry, what was the question again? Uh, j- just the
6: differences between okay, having yeah, a whitelist yeah. and uh, guaranteed allocations so by staking.
5: We had maximum allocation, so basically a whitelist spot uh, was maximum allocation, but now a maximum allocation is actually composed of several guaranteed allocations. So uh, what the maximum allocation would be is, um, so we have uh, the maximum that you can buy is five guaranteed allocations and seven tickets in the event that uh, you've purchased the five guaranteed allocations and the seven tickets and all of your tickets are going to be winning tickets so that gives us a maximum of 12 guaranteed allocations that will compose a maximum allocation so um basically that's what's important to know i think that uh, you need to understand there is not um a guaranteed allocation is not maximum allocation anymore if you see it like that then it will make sense you'll just be able to connect the dots and see like okay so i have uh, five out of 12 like 12 would be maximum allocation and i can purchase three and maybe take my chance with a couple of tickets of getting more also yeah, people sense. who
1: people who want whitelist spots from from, from projects like, like mock you know they have one allocation with that whitelist spot but they can they can stake hype for extra allocations they don't they don't need any hype for the allocation they want but if uh, if they want extra allocations from by staking by locking hype obviously we won't stop them That's so awesome.
4: uh, just That's just to add number. to that how much hype technically would be required for the maximum guaranteed allocations and the maximum tickets?
1: Uh, I think it's below ten k hype, up like nine thousand six hundred something. Hype is uh, is the maximum, and you you you're getting like five uh, five allocations and seven tickets. So you've you've made me spill the alpha. Oh, yeah. But
5: with seven <laughs> tickets, so about the gamification part, would maybe you decide like, man, 9k hype, you know, that's a lot. I'm just going to get maximum amount of tickets. And uh, uh, if I don't win allocations with that, I'm definitely going to have uh, like the lucky losers round where like all these tickets are going to compose to a nice amount of mock. You know, so this is where like all those strategies that Andre was talking about will come into place. You know, maybe you don't want to uh, spend that. Maybe you spend uh, like 2K. I, I think uh, it's 2K hype um, for seven tickets, something like that. And you know, you can go that, that route. So it's gonna be interesting to see how people come up with strategies of how they want to get these allocations. Well,
4: it's much cheaper than Blue Zealand launch pads, to be honest right you don't need half a million dollars i mean the top tier is like
1: market. 7k that i remember somebody telling us that on hobby launcher or something like that uh he staked like 35k worth of tokens to get nine dollar allocation in the end so yeah i think it's a bit better
6: we oh, speak, but uh, we've got like, a question for you, Echo, yes. um, about uh, the mock tokenomics. Do, do you want to like, go into those a little bit for people listening and uh, what they can expect? Okay. Of, of course.
2: Uh, I was just looking at the graph right awesome. now.
4: <laughs> so, perfect question. The first thing everybody needs to know <laughs> sure. is that the tokenomics we're released so far are not full tokenomics to everything they will need to know in the future because that takes a lot of time to build. But it is the foundation of the entire mock ecosystem. Basically, mock is going to have a free token system with the load of the value being distributed between mock as a token and NFTs. Many times uh, when we just started out, uh, people asked us, how do you make sure that your tokenomics do not... Uh, follow the same route as every other uh, play to earn because the play to earn projects relies on emissions as incentives. So we handle that in several ways. First of all, I do want to say thank you to our consultants. If if you guys are listening, I have no idea. But we have consultants that have helped us for the tokenomics process. We've been on this for about four months and we still have a long way to go but these guys are amazing and they helped us to build the best tokenomics we could have gotten to make sure that mock is not only profitable for users it's also dynamic but most importantly it's sustainable so specifically regarding mock the token it's going to be the driving force of the ecosystem it's going to be used for pretty simple things but those things are the key of getting the maximum out of your um experience with our protocol and those are governance half governance i'm saying half governance because it's not only going to be about mock right the governance staking it's going to be a reward token during incentive periods right and it's also going to be your only way of purchasing mock nfts after the initial launch right Because initially, we're going to be doing a very very small launch of NFTs, maybe with 5% if infrastructure allows, right? And afterwards, all NFTs that are basically your access card of playing the game will be minted against Mach. So you obviously need to have Mach to benefit the most. And talking about that, I can say, that within the next several days, we're gonna be already releasing our staking infrastructure. So everybody is gonna have an auto compounding staking contract and mock will be able to be staked uh, a month after TGE. We specifically made it a month after TGE, but it's a choice. We already have the staking uh, already established. So technically already today, if token would have launched and staking would have been enabled, you guys could stake your mock with the highest APY that is currently on the Kadena blockchain and it's sustainable. So that's the most important thing.
6: Amazing. Oh, Amazing. Yeah. I love it. I love I it. I mean, it wasn't <laughs>
4: yes. call, but we did decided that especially during these periods of time, we wanted to give as many opportunities to people to benefit as much as possible. We will have a lot of incentives and during this incentive period of staking mock until the protocol actually launches, we wanna thank everybody for their loyalty and good emissions is our best way of doing that.
6: That's excellent. That's excellent. So, um, uh, do, do I like just summarize just a little bit about the um, NFTs and like um, what what they're going to do in the game, and um, you know, cover the secondary token that that side of things as well. I mean, so touch fun as there. I
4: said, we do have quite an elaborate system. In mock, you're going to have three tokens. One is going to be mock, we just explained it. The second is going to call be called Cadanium. Cadanium is your reward token. That is the main token that you're going to be earning when you're participating within the protocol. Right. And as you're earning mock, you can obviously sell. As you're sell, as you're earning cadanium, you can sell cadanium either into KDA or into um, let's say into mock directly or maybe to hype. Everybody establish their own liquidity pool and cadenium is used to be accessing in-game services very important the third token which is one of my favorites is a token that you guys are earning not only by participating within the play to earn you do not need to play to be able to earn that token but that token is earned using interaction with the entire cadena ecosystem as long as you're interacting with a third-party protocol and you're doing so from the mock ui the mock infrastructure you're going to be earning that token and that token is actually called pow pow uh, let's call it basically the proof of your work right and that's going to act as your experience token and that is what you use to be upgrading your nfts now moving on towards nfts nfts on mock are going to be incredible right ignoring the fact that we have over 15 different types of nfts with their own different utilities the main nfts the miners are going to be awesome okay they're going to be looking cool yeah but they're also going to be yield bearing they're your way of actually earning within the mark protocol and they got a lot of extremely interesting functions such as being able to be Upgraded both visually and when it comes to their statistics. So yeah, there are a lot of good things over
1: here. Also, a small, uh, a small pause. Uh, For everybody who's curious about the the system, the launch system, we have we have just posted a tweet with a Medium article. Everybody's been asking about. I was a bit silent because I had to write that copy so uh, yeah the cat is out of the bag and you can go read it and if you have questions make sure to be back in the spaces and we'll we'll be happy to to answer that
4: so are we, are we done with spelling alphas because i can also spell some alphas if you'd like and yeah, actu- yeah, sure, sure, oh, wow. two alphas to spell, two of them surprisingly right and the first i know a- what 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 did you say
1: start start with the first alpha and let's see let's see, let's see if 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 people want the second alpha you know we you're going to have to spill that okay as well. so
4: the first alpha is that we just collaborated with flux another collaboration to be launching a first of its kind nft watches collection basically to whoever doesn't know flux run on flux has collaborated and with a watch manufacturer called tsao baltimore or tsao baltimore and we are going to be working together with them towards actually launching that nft project right now it starts from the design and the creation of the graphics, and all the way to the actual code and launching of those NFTs on the Kadena blockchain. So those watches will go into pre-order starting the 1st of July. And what you're gonna do, you're actually gonna buy yourself the watch, and you're gonna get an NFT of that same watch. And on the watch itself, on the back of it, you're gonna have an engraving of a QR code. That takes you directly to your NFT, and with Cadena, we're talking about full on-chain ownership. So that is pretty darn awesome.
1: That's amazing. For sure, man.
6: Yeah, you're giving like a lot of real-world utility to um NFTs. Yeah, excellent.
4: I mean, you know, we can obviously add to that something very important, right? And that is that. A lot of those funds, especially watch number one, all of that, uh, the earning from watch number one that's gonna be auction that's gonna go into charity, right? And as you guys know, right, charity and auction, they go extremely well together, but that's only for watch number one. I'm personally gonna try to get that. I really want it, right? But uh, that might be expensive. Anyway, they're only gonna 250 watches. In the total collection, again, we're talking about full NFTs backed by a real-world watch. Okay. So that said, uh, the first alpha, uh, right? Should I spill the second alpha? No,
6: uh, no yeah. Yeah. before before yeah, I you
5: spill the second <laughs> one, uh, I just want to ask if uh, the watches are gonna be made out of wood like uh. the one we got. So what are these watches going to oh, look like? so you
4: can go right now to the Run on Flux uh, Twitter channel, and you're going to see how the watches actually look like. They're going to be awesome, super sexy. They're going to glow in the dark. It's going to be pretty darn incredible, right? You're going to see more features later on regarding those specific watches as we get closer to July, right? Uh, to be honest, we haven't even had time to retweet that announcement.
6: Well, I've just pinned the um, announcement into this space, so people uh, can check that out once it loads up. Um, yeah, the th- thanks a lot, Echo. Uh, let's go back to percent um, um, a little bit, and André. Um, so um, about the rounds in the upcoming IDO, um, so like, what sort of timeframe can we expect between each round, André?
1: Well, I think it, it's pretty clear that we are big fans of 24 hours.
6: Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I expect in
3: that. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. We, we are so, going
1: to have, a, so this is a, the article is a, is a good description of how our system works and the logic behind it, but we are also going to have a, a detailed article about the mock IDO with registration and how to do stuff and how long it takes and blah, blah, blah. Um, and that will clarify everything else, right?
6: Yeah, speaking of which, like how it works and everything. So like, what, what um, wallet are we expected to use? Is it gonna be, um, like, do we have to import as um, X wallet or whatever into the high percent uh, with this Monomic? Um,
5: I, w- I can answer that too. Um, basically, um, I would suggest that you use, uh, if you have participated in the high percent uh, IDO, I would use that wallet because it's already KYC, um, it's important to note that Hypercent uh, Wallet and uh, X Wallet are linked. So uh, whichever one is your main one, and you want to use, you can just import the seed phrase uh, either in from X Wallet uh, into like Hypercent or vice versa. Uh, I think it's good if people start thinking about uh, the Hypercent Wallet and the X Wallet as being linked. So, uh, whichever one you would prefer, I would suggest using that one.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks, Alan. Uh, What is the sort of like the value addition that um, Hypersense are going to bring to the launch in the KDE ecosystem, Andre? Um, You know, would you care to like touch a little bit on that for everyone
1: listening? Can you repeat the question, please? uh
6: what is the value addition that hypersense uh going to bring to projects that are launching in the KDA KDA ecosystem
1: oh well basically we are bringing all our whole passion on knowledge that helped us and and people who helped us uh, build ourselves right so uh, the advisors you know projects would have access to our advisors, to to us as advisors, because, you know, we've we've taken a a series of good decisions. Uh, Uh, And everybody can can see that even now, like, three months after our ADO with a bad market. So um, if we we find,
6: there's a lot of valuable data that you've picked up, I imagine, as well.
1: Yeah, if we find the right projects who grind their grind for communities, you know, they're passionate, they they put vision in front of, of, of money and stuff like that, you know. Uh we will like take them all the way and, and, and help them build, you know. If if we if we truly believe in a project, we will launch it. And if we and only only then, you know, so we will be all in and uh, pushing to 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 even to even creating awareness and so on. You know, we don't want to do basic stuff for projects. We want to we want to highlight them nicely. Yeah,
4: just to give you guys an example, just to give you guys an example. I'm sorry, but, you know, Andre is talking about consultants, advisors. Just to give you guys an example, you have no idea what it's like to have Andre call you free and say, listen, you have no idea who I'm talking to right now. Wake up, come to your computer. We got an important call to do, and I swear to God, it is a call that merits getting up at 3 a.m. I mean, the guys, uh, the guys, <laughs> Andre and Alex. No, I have no idea where they got them, but we're talking about some really smart people.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh,
5: those thanks. are OGs, dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
5: Um, no, man. I, I think so. Um, for for us, you know, um, when you when you're talking about the launchpad and stuff, you know, um, a lot of people refer to uh, you know like the technical launch. That means like uh, the technological means uh, to be able to launch. So you have like a protocol, you have uh, uh, like contracts in place, you have you know like all that package to be able to launch, uh, like to technically launch a project, uh, but. Each project is, uh, you know, like each project has a life of its own. You know, you cannot, you cannot treat a project uh, like, uh, like dozen. You know, like uh, I'm getting a project, I need to launch this, 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 and that. You know, uh, we put a lot of. Passion into what we do, you know, and uh, when we like a project, we want to get involved. We really, really want to help, and you know, we feel that it's our responsibility to make sure that that project uh, makes it, and you know, that project gets the exposure and stuff. And uh, we really like pour our hearts into that. Like I've seen Andre uh, fight with uh, Alex from mock over um, over a tagline, you know, like Andre was saying, like, man. I'm gonna fight with you on this, on your project, you need to get this tagline into it, you know? So, um, and I will is... say the tagline again, it was dig deep and dream big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, Alex, Alex was not sold on to that, you know, but, uh, yeah, man, we're like very passionate about whatever it needs to do, man, even if we don't have the answer for whatever it is that we need to do, we will go and look for that answer, you know? And we want this to grow, you know? So the more we're going to get into, like, high 2.0 and stuff, you know, uh, the more we're going to advance and stuff, you know? All these things are going to, um, you know, turn into an ecosystem. And obviously, we cannot disclose uh, some of the deals that we're working on and stuff. Uh, but we are working on a very extended... Uh, ecosystem so that projects that do get to launch on hypercent will get a lot of benefits from you know like major players to uh have a life and you know uh, not just have a life after the launch uh, but make sure that uh they actually maintain that flame and they maintain the spark and it doesn't get to the point where you know like the questions that um the user the users are asking are like when this when that when staking we want to get people to really fall in love with all these projects and uh, the ideal vault is going to play a big part in that you know and all these little pieces that we're trying to build uh, around hypersend is designed to actually get people to talk about those projects you know not just cash in cash out we don't want that and Uh, Even if a lot of people are going to do that uh, because it's their prerogative to do so, uh, we're going to do whatever it takes to make sure that the project is more than that, you know, like it was for us, like it is for miners of Cadenia, and like it's going to be for future projects, you know, so that is our main goal.
6: Thanks a lot, Andre. Um, I've I've just pinned something that Echo has just told me to um, share. Um, we should just come up in the um, chat a little bit. It should be like visible for everyone now. Uh, do, you, do you want to c- come on and talk a little bit about that, Echo?
4: Well, I'm just going to say that we shared a bit of Alpha, and I'm not going to say any more. I think the picture <laughs> speaks for itself.
6: Yeah, sorry for interrupting you, Andre. <laughs> But that looks pretty cool. Um, I gotta say, um it's pretty much self-explanatory, so guys just check it out.
5: <laughs> Is that an exchange? Yep. The mock exchange, that's awesome, man. I didn't yeah. even hear that.
4: That's amazing. There are more details I, I,
5: actually.
2: I, 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 <laughs> You felt the need to drop that. Yeah. <laughs> um well, I was actually getting asked as well, just to talk more about uh, you know, the mock game and everything, but I know you guys also have your features like the marketplace and the forge and everything. And that's another like cool aspect as to you know, I played a few NFT games and it does kind of like You get that feeling of, oh, I wasn't there for the (laughs) whitelist phase, so I missed out. Where you guys are adding ways, as you've mentioned, you would kind of touched on like upgradable NFTs and so forth. But you're also adding ways for people to kind of buy and sell those upgraded NFTs, correct?
4: Of Of course. I mean, it's all about ownership, right? I mean, you got a few things that are leading your decision making over here the main thing being value. How do you create value? And from that, you got branches, such as how do you create value over time, right? How do you create sustainable value? How do you create sufficient value for the ones that have been with you day, from day one, but not creating such a high entry barrier five years from now, that new players that want to come over cannot That is why uh, being able to manage things like this in such a way that you think about all possible aspects, right, that allows you to leverage yourself, that allows you to think outside the box. If we know, okay, the minor NFTs are the playable characters, we cannot have them with a fixed supply because if we have a fixed supply, that basically means, hey, we have a limit to how many users we can have. If we have a limit to how many users we can have, at a certain point, we'll reach a ceiling when it comes to a price, right? So we cannot have that happen. So we must create an inflationary system. But if we create an inflationary system, we must create additional value for the early supporters that involved. So that's why we have over 15 different types of NFTs That allows us to create a system in which everybody gets a a way to enter the protocol. Everybody gets a benefit and some benefits are bloody amazing. Some benefits are only cosmetic and are created as an homage to somebody else or a certain project. It's all about creating this type of balance.
2: Nice, nice. And then I know for myself, uh just one of the cooler features obviously you guys are uh pretty vocal and have been since the beginning about your partnership with flux and everything um i know i'm waiting to set up my flux node because i know that um with the flux nodes people will technically be able to uh like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Dedicate their flux node to mock, right? For like a bigger or uh, basically, you know, a payback in mock as well, right? So, node node runners can can take part in the game without even playing the game and also benefit from that.
4: Okay, so yes and no. First of all, everybody can benefit without playing. We're not going to be forcing anybody to be playing. You can just stake mock or just do one of several actions we're gonna create, and you're gonna be profitable. You're gonna be earning yourself either an interest or other things, right? But obviously those that are active will be accumulating the most rewards because we're building in Kadena. Over here, we believe in proof of work. So we want to make sure value transitions properly. But specifically regarding what it is that you're saying, and um, no. It's not like as a node operator, you're going to be able to choose to delegate yourself to mock or we can choose our node operators because that completely disregards the concept of decentralization. For us, the model is incredibly simple. If you, during this month, supported the mock infrastructure, you're going to get benefits. If you supported the cadena infrastructure and here, we're talking about the chain web nodes and chain web data nodes. You're also going to be receiving incentives. Part of our partnership with Flux is the idea of, okay, these guys basically run the engine that lets our beautiful planet, Cadena, operate. So we want to give as much incentives as possible to these node operators, right? So as long as you're running a Cadena node, chain web, Uh, chain web data uh, or mock you're gonna be getting mock uh, as an airdrops
2: sweet sweet yeah no that was just my node question i had to ask because i'm getting all stoked to set up my node for the first time But yeah, no, and it's just one of those things where obviously we've seen with, you know, certain companies that, you know, not only running a node for them, but, uh, you know, really getting in on those early stages can be super profitable, Um, not financial advice. (laughs) But yeah, um, you know, it's the node game for me, myself, especially ever since I moved uh, and I'm in an apartment now, I can't really run an ASIC. Um, So, yeah, it's. It's just a cool aspect to be able to have, you know, with your game as well. You know, fans of your game, you know, they can, you know, start playing the game. And then if they like the game that much, then all of a sudden they can be like, hey, now I've made some money. I want to start a node and start supporting the network and so on. So, yeah, it's just a cool aspect and feature to be able to offer to your users and and even just node operators, obviously, as extra benefits. Right.
4: Exactly. Uh, the most important thing we have over here in Mach is the idea that this ecosystem is incredibly fresh, right? It's incredibly new, and if we want to go anywhere, and when I say anywhere, I mean the top ten in coin market cap, and eventually top five or top three or top one in time, we got to do so together. We got to help each other out. We got to build together, and we're gonna create systems that rely on interoperability, right? We cannot go from the assumption that, hey, we're the segregated bunch and this is what we're doing. No, we got to create a system in which the things that we build can be used by others. And when I say others, I don't mean only users. I also mean other projects because imagine right now your project coming to build on Kadena three months from now, six months from now, whatever, right? We want to help you out. And what better way do we have to help you out than featuring you within Mock? Because Mock, by that time, will already be a well-established protocol with a lot of users. So for us to integrate your work, we'll give you another platform. And it will give our users more use cases. Right. This is the best thing about how we built Mock. We built Mock to scale. And this is how we're always going to make sure that you're going to have something new to do. And the sky is honestly the limit. Yeah, thanks, Echo. Um,
6: let's um, get Andre back up. Um, I, did, I just wanted to ask him a quick question about uh, you, you know KYC and uh, w- when can we expect that to open up for those that have yet to complete it that have not already participated in the IPO previously?
1: I think that's more of an Alex or Andre question.
6: OK, yeah, cool. Yeah, one
5: of you two want to pick it up yeah so um basically somewhere around the end of this week uh, we're gonna have the kyc open and uh people will have a couple of days to complete it until the 30th uh, when at that point uh basically everybody's gonna be KYC, then they're gonna be able to go into state. Oh, nice, nice. So that's when actually
6: you'll be able to like lock in the hype sort of thing and purchase your tickets. Um, is that right?
5: Yeah, basically, if you don't have a, a valid KYC on your wallet, uh, you're gonna be redirected to actually to make the KYC. And uh, even you know for however like uh, however long uh, the whitelist is going to stay open, even in that period of time, you will have time to KYC and then go back and lock your hype.
6: Yeah, thanks for that. Um, back to the, um, like um, well, any of you can sort of like contribute to this sort of this question. Um, so, like, what's the sort of uh, significance of uh, you know mock raising in um, a red market, and what what do you think it means for hypers and the KDA ecosystem? Is like we touched about a little bit on it? Earlier, um well we were talking but um did, did you wanna talk talk a little bit about that guys.
5: Um yeah, I can take that. Um uh, the way I see it, um if um so basically raising for Mark, um in in these red days uh would be a massive uh it, it would be a monumental win for the Kadena ecosystem because um, all the other blockchains uh, either had issues. Uh, Elrond had issues. Solana had issues. Uh, Cardano—they—they've been having issues since like years ago, so it's not worth mentioning. But uh, a lot of the main, like let's call them mainstream blockchains, uh, had a lot of issues, and the confidence is like the confidence is very low. Uh, But on Cadena, we're still here. We're still talking about these projects. We're still moving forward. Uh, We're not going to hit the pause button uh, because the market uh, is doing, you know, the market is not doing great at the moment. That would mean to put a pause button on the innovation that Cadena deserves. And uh, basically, it would mean for us to stop time. So we don't want to do that. We want to keep building uh, and even more than before, you know, because... Now, a lot of the blockchains and a lot of projects, uh, they're taking hits. And for us, it's an opportunity on Kadena to make up that difference. You know, and when everybody else stops, we keep going. And uh, if like for us to do this, you know, and to actually be successful in doing this, it's going to mean that Kadena is a top 10 blockchain today, if not a top five blockchain, because at least on the community side, you know, so I think that it's in... Uh, it's our purpose to prove to the crypto world like how strong our community is, and I think that would be the biggest signal out of this whole situation. You no. Know? Yeah, thanks, Alex.
6: Uh, this really reassuring to sort of like hear from you guys and and to see what you guys are working on at the moment. The the whole value proper proposition that you've put forward with the Hypersand percent product is it's like it's amazing honestly you you guys are giving more value than um other launch pads and um, people are crazy yeah, they need to really jump on board now <laughs> honestly it's um it's going to be good is this next 12 months i'm really excited
2: and we, we, yeah i was going to mention real quick that we i think you guys mentioned it earlier more on the market side of things obviously earlier but when you look at you know obviously these past couple of weeks have been you know pretty crazy for everyone i was a part of the luna stuff a few weeks back and that was even crazier and now everyone's kind of feeling it but cadena adds its own you know when you look at what it, how it's done over the past, you know, literal like week or two, it has held very very well and we have had recent idos like just a couple weeks ago that did very very well. So yes, not financial advice, but yeah, like I feel like that's what cadena the blockchain the ecosystem all the companies are all just here to build and create. They really don't, you know, obviously we can say we we don't care about the market, but they'll just keep doing what they're doing. You know, like even the Kadena team, they're not gonna stop creating, you know what I mean? Their tokens are locked for like nine years still, so they don't care, you know what I mean? So it's just one of those things, right? Where when you look into the background of the blockchain and the black background of Kadena as a coin, like, yeah, we're here for the long haul, you know, and, and I'm assuming that's the same with all of our ecosystem projects, you know?
5: Yeah. I mean, there's two ways of, you know, how uh, a community can react. And uh, uh, one way is like, we all like pack our bags, we get our toys, we leave, you know, uh, we come back in like a couple of months and, you know, we ask like, uh, when this, when Moon, when Lambo, like, you can be that, like, I'm sure a lot of people, or not a lot, but some people will do that. But you can also imagine that in the next couple of months, there's going to be a lot of projects that are, that are going to be, like, very advanced. And in a couple of months, you're going to be able to look at Kadena and see, like, these projects that have managed, not just to build, you know, and catch up with the other projects on other blockchains. You're going to see innovation that came out of this bear market and uh like you said uh cameron like nobody's gonna stop building man we're not gonna stop building uh, no matter what like and there is this vibe you know uh that's going on cadena right now uh the cadena bulls you know they've minted their nfts we have kongs that are upcoming after mark you know and a lot of like the community alpha slayers as well alpha slayers as well man and you know their communities are like super hyped and uh i think that in cadena's uh uh in our case for our blockchain here i think that everybody is gonna push the pedal now even more than before man because even though the market is like red uh there is a lot of room to recover and to catch up to all these other blockchains and they don't seem like they're putting like uh uh, the gas to the pedal right now you know like everybody's locked they're still wondering about celsius they're still doing that we don't care about that we just want to build uh, we want to get hypersend 2.0 out there we want to get our nft marketplace out there we want to uh, make sure that mock is going to have a fantastic race, cons as well. We don't care about any of that. And, you know, we need to focus on the productivity, like being productive, we cannot worry about that. And if the community is going to support our projects and is gonna keep supporting us in doing that, man, I think we have the best community in crypto. And that's, for me, it's like full stop. I, I haven't seen any other communities on other blockchains to do the type of stuff that our community has shown. You know, and maybe miners of Cadena can even talk more about that. But even how the projects came together mm-hmm. uh, when uh, an exploit was found and all the projects communicated with each other and we managed to sync and, uh, you know, like we managed to fix this. And uh, that just shows, man, that this community is beautiful and, you know, it needs to keep, it needs to stay like that.
2: Yeah. And that's that's definitely something, you know, as you said, that that bug that they found that kind of, you know, halted KD swap for a bit and everything. But it is, you know, it was as a community member, it was awesome to see because it was like, okay, well, literally these projects have each other's backs, even though they're really, you know, in that case specifically, they're competitors, you know, and and they but they understood that In our stage, where we're at as an ecosystem and a chain, if one of our first exchanges went down to some crazy bug well that is now a stain on the whole thing right so they don't want that to happen they don't want someone to have something that clearly could have been fixed you know hamper their ability to then be successful you know just because of a bug that they could have helped them with right so it's nice to see you know and and i hate to say it but like It happened. I can't remember the chain. I feel like it was Avmos or something like it was one of those Cosmos IBC chains. And like they literally had a backdoor bug that was allowing people to just like empty liquidity pools. And it's like, at that point, you think your money's safe staked in a liquidity pool and you go back and next thing you know, the whole pool is drained, right? And like, so something like that, like we don't want any of that to happen. <laughs> so it was nice to see them have each other's backs and work together, you know?
5: Yeah, man, of course, I I fell in love with this community two years ago, man, when Kadena was 30 cents and two years after I'm like, even more in love than i used to be and i just one year like one year ago
1: i think it was in 2021 but uh yeah yeah in 2021 in around like um, in this in the spring or something you know the the way the the bug the bug went was was pretty funny we were in turkey uh i wake up very early to 6 a.m uh, and I woke up at 6 a.m. thinking I'm going to hit the poll before the conference starts. We went to uh, Karinka Traders uh, event, which we sponsored, you know. Uh, and then I see a message from Galina saying that, you know, they have found a critical bug, which basically turned my poll plans into wake up Andre. I went knocking on his door and stuff like that. And in the end, you know, it was fine because the community is great and people don't want to harm each other. muck. muck. <laughs> yeah.
4: Can I just say... Yeah,
1: it
6: is, it speaks volumes. Can, can I
4: just say... Yeah, I never fun. thought that doing something like that would end up being so fun because one thing we didn't say is that all of that happened while... You know, you were in the pool talking with the guys from the place we will not mention and me, Andre, and uh, Alex were like smoking buckets of cigarettes and drinking mojitos and beers in the balcony of the hotel. That was like such a fun experience. Because
1: basically what we did was we patched the bug we got from Galinas and I, I had the meeting, you know, in the pool. And I, I thought that I saw, we have multi upgrades. And I signed the contracts with the guys. And I said, look, I'm going to go to the pool nav that we fixed it. And then I see Alex, like, all sweaty and stuff, coming to me saying, man, you still have to sign some contracts.
4: Yeah, because you signed on something completely different. Basically, just to give an overview, Galenas, squigging from Galenas, saw something on your coat. You guys patched it, you fixed it. But then, you know, Mike uh, went over your code because uh, we wanted uh, to give a second opinion and we saw another exploit. And then we said, wait, how the hell do you guys have it? And then looking over, we saw that exploit was like, what, everywhere on Cadena, everywhere. And we knew about that for ages. <laughs> we just didn't know it was so widespread. Does, uh terrible man it was
5: it was an intense 24 hours man Not gonna lie it's one of those 24 hours that you need two or three days after to recover you know from all that intensity but yeah man you know like all the and then Cadex, man they came and you know like kate and gustavo they went super deep into it and they found the full extent of it and they managed in like record time and to put up a fix you know because for us it was uh, something that it was like much simpler than it was on a DEX and stuff, you know, like the extent to where this got, you know, it was like very complex and man, it's, it's not, it's not something that's simple, man. This is like, I'm talking about super complex, like programming language stuff, you know, it's something hard to spot. And, uh, came and they like did a push, uh, of what needs to be done. Everybody kept it under the rugs. Uh, we didn't mention it, you know, KDEX. Help KD swap as well, fix it. And it was great, man. Oh, yeah. At that moment in time, we, we thought that we're like, how did we miss this man? You know, like we thought that we're the dumb ones, you know, but turns out we were just one of the first ones to find it out, you know, and, you know, then the rest is history.
6: With the solid yeah. that this has created between projects has been has been brilliant. See, everyone just working together has been, you know, it's been pretty cool. Um, you know, and you and props to you guys because I like while well, all this was going on, you, you guys were supposed to be like um, running a seminar as well wow. um, for everyone listening. We need to remember that. It was even worse,
1: ago. man. <laughs> it was worse. We had to an- to announce the project. You know uh miners of cadenia the kongs the alpha slayers we were ready to announce the projects and we were working towards that and the plan was to announce them there take some photos with with the uh, miners of cadenia stuff merch and stuff like that or whatever the the stuff that alex brought and basically we were we couldn't do any of that because of the bug because we, we couldn't announce on time so obviously we couldn't you know Show photos of us and Alex playing around (coughs) for the announcement, right.
5: And on top of that, everybody was asking when the announcement, and we knew that we did say that an announcement is coming, you know, and we were like, oh, my God, man, this this is a shitstorm. We want to announce, we cannot announce, uh, we cannot sleep safely into our beds tonight because we don't know the extent of this, you know. It, It was pretty crazy
1: yeah anyways
6: it's yeah, gone um, are we um gonna ask um, echo about like um what obviously you've you've spent time with the hypercent team and everything will you when in Antalya um at the seminar uh, so like well, what's your start point of view now like working with them and you know and launching with the hypercent platform what, what, what are you thinking of things
4: i didn't know romanians are so tall <laughs> i mean like i i thought they're yeah. like normal sized human beings they're not oh god like i met them and i, I saw that you know uh, my yeah. neck hurts looking up and i'm not a short guy i'm like
6: uh, five foot ten like right? for it for any for yeah for anyone listening there's like a picture and i think it's uh, this guy called Metin from his community and there's a picture of him and andre stood at the side of him and he looks like some sort of giant honestly it's yeah. like
5: wow <laughs> <laughs> He's a gentle giant. Dog.
1: Yeah, 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 he, he's you know, like there was, there, there was an was episode so in, awesome. in in Ren and Stimpy called <laughs> The Littlest Giant. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's
1: me. So, um, anyway, sorry to interrupt. Yeah,
6: yeah, that's no, okay. Yeah, so go, go on, Echo. Do you want to um, like, talk about your experience in that um, working house and, and uh, why, why you chose chosen as a launchpad in that? I um,
4: mean, okay, so we had a very, very long period in which everybody um, was asking us where we're launching, right? And, you know, Andrew was talking about talking with him, like, from day one. And me and the rest of the team, we've been investors on Kadena for a long time. Like, there's not a single project that we don't know. There's not a single individual that we don't know to that degree or never. I mean, I was one of the first 50 both in the High Percent Telegram IDO and both in the KDL in the back alley, right? So it's ultimately a tough decision, right? Because everybody is great. Everybody is good, right? The main reason why we ultimately picked High Percent is because our – I'm not – I can't believe I'm going to be using this word. I hate this word, but our philosophy is the same philosophy, right? A philosophy of if we're creating something for the community, we got to make sure that it's fair, right? It doesn't matter if it's hard, we got to do it. We got to do everything necessary to make sure that we're taking the extra mile to make sure the product is good. The tokenomics are brilliant and solid, right? And we're doing something new and we're doing something unique because if you're not doing something new and unique, you're just copy pasting other systems. And we don't wanna copy paste other systems. We wanna innovate, right? Not for the sake of innovation, but for the sake of actually showing that Cadena is good, right? And we definitely saw that high percent are in that level, right? They're not compromising on anything unless, for example, postponing an announcement for the sake of saving the entire blood dam uh, ecosystem, right? So it's a matter of decision-making ultimately, but we're all on the same page. We love each other, we like each other, and they do good work and we appreciate that.
1: Yep, and uh, we are having fun when our ideas are not on the same level because we are very passionate and we almost fight physically, but this shows that we're not ready to fold. So, what I can say is, uh, dig deep and dream big, Alex.
4: Mine your freedom. We decided ultimately, and mine your freedom.
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, guys. So. Um, if it, neither of you guys uh, have you got any sort of like more alpha to spell um a, anyone here um is there a fifth
5: piece of alpha
6: no man no
4: wait there are about three four more pieces of alpha but we got an alpha releasing schedule <laughs> okay we do not reveal everything at one oh, go cool cool i think yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I, I think you've already swayed off that schedule oh, but okay. no, I no i haven't
4: everything is on schedule like it will always be on
3: schedule
1: anyways i think it's time to to pick up yeah, some yeah, questions or, or if if anybody else wants to say something or join the conversation or or pick up a point you can you can request uh to speak or or just pick the question and we or yep. our camera will allow you because yeah he's a co-host as well
6: he's a, uh, put your hand up yeah. guys
1: any questions
2: yeah yeah if you guys come up feel free uh you know obviously to come on up uh, request to speak and then if we're chatting just put your hand up and we'll get to you as, as quick as we can kind of thing um but yeah either way i just wanted to say ahead of time thanks for coming by and thanks for the space i'm super super excited for you know not only the Ido but also for it to be an nft project and i'm a gamer so i just love it all so i'm just stoked that uh you know shit's happening <laughs> for a lack of better words i'm
1: requested to speak and i just allowed them it's uh, what, friends?
7: Yo, can, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. What's hey, up, man? Yeah,
7: can you? So, like, I, I've been into Cadena since, like, last year, um, but I I have no clue what this smoke thing is, and I'm late. So can you just, like, shill it, like, real quick for me? I know I'm sure everybody's already heard it, but, like, I'm curious to that? see what is going on.
4: Can I do that?
2: Yes, awesome.
4: of course you can. Well,
2: you should Wait, do
7: so that. What do
4: I need to do? I need to shill Cadena. Uh,
5: just tell them tell them, mock bags, is. Dude, give,
4: them give them wait,
3: give them sh- you got an elevator pitch elevator hold pitch miners of cadenia Shill go
4: or shill cadena
3: no mock ah, he's been in for years. year yeah. said, yeah. uh,
4: <laughs> uh, wait i i don't feel comfortable shilling my own baby but i'm gonna try regardless imagine a DeFi protocol that connects all of cadena together in a gamified environment get paid to play but the value is not fake. The value is actually real, and that's derived from you interacting with everything that Kadena has to offer. On one side, play to earn. On the other side, be a part of Kadena. All together, always, always, always expanding and providing more value while showing everybody on the outside what can actually be done with Kadena if if you are specifically aiming to go the distance. Okay, doing things just for the sake of doing things that nobody has ever done before. That's it.
7: That's beautiful. And um, and one last question. Who the hell is Jody?
4: Uh, uh, I'm, I'm not capable of answering that question. I don't think anybody is capable of answering that question. But Andre, Alex, would you like to try?
1: Maybe Jody can answer who's Jody. He's actually asking stuff on our channel right now. Jody is a very passionate guy who who has, like, strong sentiments in very diverse directions <laughs> all the time.
2: Hashtag Jody got that alpha?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think, so
1: I'm
5: not sure it's, to- if he's in the space or something, but yeah. Imagine, imagine that, man. Imagine Jody being the speaker with wow. us here.
7: So is there like a like a telegram group for this or oh, yeah, um, do you guys do Discord or do anything or like, you want to kind of connect? If, if, yeah,
6: if you have to check
7: out the, check out his link. Come, come to San Diego, uh, <laughs> come to San Diego and just hop it up.
1: We're Cadena <laughs> <We're> hookers. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, so you can go to our Twitter page, uh, Miners of Cadania, and you got our link tree over there and that basically shows you everything you need
2: to know sweet thanks thank you yeah and so basically if i can put my two cents into the miners of cadenia it's what he said it's basically a game fi platform that is tokenized as well as nft based the nfts have amazing utility they're upgradable they're tradable so on and so forth um and it's all backed by Flux and cadena So it's scalable. Um, you know, yeah, really like laundry list of things. But um, yeah, definitely check it out if really if you're into anything DeFi, GameFi, or NFT based, they're an amazing project just to check out and see what's building over on cadena
7: Yeah, no, um, I'm I'm excited for like DeFi on cadena I already I've got Dude, I got into Kadena. Like I fucking I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go too deep into it, but when I found out about it and how everything worked, I'm like I'm I'm not gonna show it. I mean everybody's here, so I'm sure you guys already know. Like I kind of stopped caring about everything else, just simply put. <laughs> I stopped giving a shit about everything else. Um, but I'm excited to see where DeFi goes with um with uh with Kadena because we I don't think there's any like proof of work DeFi like protocols really. Like everything is proof of stake and um i'm excited to just kind of see where um where this whole ecosystem goes because it's a lot less ponzi like um versus like proof of stake where it's like it's lit there's literally oh yeah, own everything
1: we spoke about the, the solana land stuff Soul Land stuff it was uh yeah what a show one uh seven hundred thousand dollars
2: so what i find interesting as well is especially with the times right now uh and what's going on is you know just that you know it's like when you look at our community our community isn't a sell-off community like people can call us on the outside looking in they can call us an altcoin or a shit coin but when you actually read the cadena white paper when you see what everyone's doing over here they're all pioneers. They're all doing unique things, you know, and it's all backed by proof of work, which is the Godfather of of crypto. And so it's just you know it's it's interesting to see you're right. like there aren't any you know Bitcoin doesn't have NFTs, it's all it's Ethereum smart contracts and blah 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 blah. And everything else is, you know, well, shouldn't say everything else, but 99% of the projects out there are all just copy paste bullshit, you know, and and that's not the case with what's going on in Kadena. You know, it's, that's why there are these issues that we mentioned earlier, like the bugs and whatever. Well, it's because everyone's still building, like it's so new. And so it's, yeah, like I don't want to make claims or anything, but it is very much look at the start of, You know, which as of right now, Ethereum is proof of work. Will you look at early stages? Like if, if anyone in this chat room could hypothetically have been involved in Bitcoin or Ethereum in its formative years, they'd all be billionaires right now, unless they really screwed the pooch on their trades, they'd be doing pretty well right now where that's in my mind and my opinion is where we are at right now. Like we're in the golden age, you know, when the gray hairs will tell you like, wish I had got into Apple or wish I had gotten to Google. Well, that's where we're at with crypto is, people keep forgetting that like, there was a post that I saw uh, maybe a week or two ago that kind of made me laugh. And it was because Kadena had gone from like the 140 something market cap range to like a hundred just because there wasn't a massive cadena sell-off <laughs> you know, and it's like well there you go like there's a lot of these top 100 market cap top 150 market caps that they are still not a community that actually tax the product there's some they're a community that's there to invest and make money which you know it's not like bad that about that but when these shitty times come when the price starts to drop those are going to be your communities that as we mentioned earlier someone mentioned earlier they'll they'll pack up and leave they'll sell what they can recoup their losses and dip and that's it Where we're not like that here. You know, half the people I've seen haven't sold any of their cadena. They just keep buying more. And you know, so it's like it's one of those things where it's it's that kind of uh, you know, uh what's like ideology, I guess you could say, where like we are a lot more of the holders and accumulators because as you mentioned there, like when you know what cadena is and you can understand it you understand that it's going to be here in the next few years, regardless of where it sits. 99% of the projects that are on the market right now will cease to exist after the next few years. And that's simply because of regulations and everything that are impending and are coming. So it's, you know, but no one's paying attention to that. They're like, Hey, let's make a bunch of money right now and dip, you know? And so it's, you know, that goes to the yeah, whole crypto, himself. you know, crypto everything, right? So it's, yeah, it's just interesting times to be in Kadena as well as just having a proof of work backed kind of tried and true system, not the like, oh, we're going to steal all our whales money and stuff like that of, you know, proof of stake <laughs> Solana.
7: Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because like we're more or less in a bear market because of, can you hear me? Yep. Can you hear me? Hello? okay sorry yeah yeah um and it's funny because like we're more or less i know there's like the stock market or whatever that caused the bear market but like another big thing that caused the bear market is like a lot of these evm like proof of stake shitty DeFi calls like a lot of that stuff really fucked the market and like a lot of those people had a lot of um like Bitcoin-backed assets, quote-unquote, that got liquidated, and then the whole market suffered, like, time and time again, and it's just, like, this terrible ripple effect of, like, all these solidity-coded shitty projects that are coming out, and all these, like, proof-of-stake shitty projects that are all coming out, and it's, like, it's kind of good to see it, but at the same time, it's sad that, like, people think that shit like ethereum and like solidity and the whole like evm like the, the virtual machine or whatever I mean, like people actually think it's efficient because like it's so dangerous you know like it's so dangerous and and it's good it's shit a
1: process like, man it's a process and you know yeah, people we're are in the Netscape, right? yeah so you know it's like with cars and so on we we're maybe years away from the perfect solution but you know looking back Proof of stake, proof of work got us to the point where where people create stupid shit coins with with idiotic names like like baby Shiba Doge, Elon Boner, you know, and they sell them. And if if Bitcoin failed at some point, there would be no Shiba, baby Doge, Elon Boner, you know. So I think that proof of work got us here, and yeah. We're we're part of of the solution with Kadena being a, a scalable proof of work.
4: Definitely. What you, you guys
2: didn't get in the Come Rockets? Oh, <laughs> I
5: heard about oh, that man. I heard about.
3: Okay,
2: oh, it was fucking awesome, okay. man. D- don't don't <laughs> hate. The
5: day me. I saw that
4: name, I was like, stop. I was like, please stop. I was like, what are these people doing? <laughs> Cameron, don't don't hate. It's me. funny because I think
7: me. it's like a. a
4: I made a shit ton of money on their cum rockets, to be honest. I, I... So did I. I <laughs> nice. did too. I, there we go. I did too. <laughs>
7: um,
4: That's awesome.
7: Yeah, I, I made a bag from Chrome, Chrome rocket. But um, it's funny because it's like if that shit was on Kadena, I know that sound, this is going to sound crazy, but if that shit was coded in Kadena and like sex, sex workers were on there and stuff, like it would actually do pretty well. But I see what you mean though. If you just look at it, it's like, what the fuck? It will be. On I actually made a like
3: a fat bag on cum rocket.
2: Yeah, we'll have a sex
7: worker thing coded money, impact, for sure.
2: <laughs> Yo, I already have talked to a friend about making a, a metaverse brothel and call and calling ourselves the metaverse pimps Jesus and be Christ. those guys. <laughs> the meta pimps. Oh, I okay.
4: know, I, I'm gonna be the seed collection. Just dropped. That. <laughs> Upgradable titties.
2: We'll take female pimps too. Don't worry. Don't worry. We need to
3: cater to everybody.
4: Oh my god. So can we agree now that if the project rug pulls, we can call and we can say just had an STD <laughs>
3: <laughs> Oh
2: Lord, here we go. Uh, now we're getting off track. Sorry, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So going you could have used Shiba as an example. You chose Cum Rockets. I had You, some, actually, you said ridiculous I names. names I, just, I remember that one. That one sticks in my head. For, oh, maybe that's a bad fucking terminal. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm I'm off the mic for a couple minutes.
1: You know what? Before Before Come Rockets, you had elongated. You know which, which is basically what happens before Cum Rockets. You know. And I think that it was a very good sequence because after that, the whole market crashed. And it, uh, it was just about time. And, and here we are now, I, you know?
4: You know, it's like God bringing the flood where whatever happened in Sodom and Gomorrah, it's, it's like, you know, it had to happen. It's
3: like the purge. The, the, the flood of come. Oh, God.
1: Whenever people were... were... Whenever I saw people making money of Shiba, Inu, I felt like I felt like we need the cleans. I, I was like, it will hurt me, and and I am going to, I'm going to feel it. But God, please do whatever it takes, even 17k Bitcoin. And obviously, my prayers, my prayers worked. So yeah.
7: Okay. I, I like the casino though. Like I love the casino personally like i'm glad in the early days of this space or whatever it's everybody just like straight up gambling like i don't know i'm a i'm a fan
4: that was like the high quality degen period of crypto afterwards when it started getting swamped with like everybody can launch their own shit coin that's where the fun disappeared
1: i actually knew a guy who lost about uh 500 bitcoin in in uh, in bitcoin dice in about 2015 so yeah casino can be fun
2: hey it's better than buying buying two million dollar pizzas that's for sure but it's still a shame <laughs>
5: yeah well
3: <laughs> i'm pretty sure the guy that bought those pizzas has a lot more bitcoin
2: yeah yeah. he probably still don't give a fuck
3: if he was if he was dj enough to be buying pizzas with bitcoin in what like 2013 then you know i'm sure he's set
5: yeah. sometimes man being too early is being wrong you know so uh, a lot of people that were too early in bitcoin but uh, they ended up being I guess you could say wrong because they sold it for pizza and stuff, but yeah, that's how it goes. Or,
2: or they lost their wallet because they thought it was worthless. You know, like how many stories th- have you heard of people like, "Oh, I now I'm a millionaire, but I can't access it."
4: <laughs> yeah. I, I can actually say that in 2016, I basically lost myself a wallet, and it was. It wasn't really a wallet. It was a piece of paper with a seed phrase. And I found it in 2018. So, oh, yeah.
2: So sometimes it's good to lose your seed phrase?
4: (laughs) As long as you find it, because it forces you to
3: hodl. It's the best savings account ever. Absolutely. Absolutely. Exactly.
2: Be like, Grandma, I found this old, dusty piece of paper, and it's got twelve random words on it.
3: If you have a kid, <laughs> tell them to bury a hard drive in the backyard or something.
4: I got a tattoo of my seed phrase. Swear to God.
3: I mean, that seems like really it's... scary for OPSEC purposes. Like someone's gonna cut your skin off. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, <laughs> that's exactly
4: the thing
8: is actually coded
4: is actually coded in a way that only i can decipher it Uh this way i'm never gonna forget
3: it legend i love that
6: so have we got any more community questions and uh, if the community wants to get us uh, like back on track, if you got any questions for person or for Minas you just put, put your hand up and Cameron or Andre will get you, get you up to speak
4: I uh, I have a question um, it's one that I'm very familiar with being asked but uh, when launch
6: soon soon when launch uh,
2: for what <laughs> yeah i think you're also used to that answer
1: i think that for that question i have a certain type of rocket you can launch on
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: but no um at the end of the day though uh i think it, yeah in the next couple weeks the idos starting up in the next week so you know yeah it's it's gonna get pretty crazy on cadena yes. pretty quick here
6: yeah. Oh, yeah literally like right, nine days now yeah, i mean yeah, we're it's already time. starting
4: to have a lot of noise over here in Cadena. it's like everything yeah, else exactly. just got either silent or full of tears and sadness yes but the vibe yeah, in cadena is still you know bloody positive
3: yeah also i mean so, charts don't lie you
6: know yeah i know look at that resistance that's
2: uh crazy got strong Excellent. resistance yeah yeah it's looking really strong. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a very simple market reader because I have no economic background whatsoever. Other than I know how to spend money. I know how to do that. But I looked like it was the other week I looked at Kadena next to Bitcoin and Ethereum and literally like Kadena's year percentage was up like 250% from last year and exactly. then it's 60 day and 30 day we're less or within like 5% of what bitcoin has done in the last 60 to 30 days but bitcoin and ethereum's one year were down heavily and and it's one of those things where i kind of giggle at right it's like us at kadena we know what we have at least reached at one point which is the 27ish range right So even dialing that back, we have the potential, you know, theoretically, I should say, to get back at least to, you know, say 20, 25 dollars, which from our point right now, that's like a cool 20 X. Well, if Bitcoin was to go to 100 K, which everyone was preaching middle of the summertime, like last year, that's only a five X. I'm like, where are all the DGENs at? Like, come on now, is that what we're settling for now? Is like cool two to five x. you know? It's like, it's just one of those things where it's like, where do, what do you want in your portfolio? When you actually look at those things, you know, you see what's happening over the year rather than the past two, three weeks, it's like, well. Yeah, well, it's there
7: it's it's a little bit more than just the x's it's more so of just like what is actually being provided you know and not just that but like i mean i would i would rather make a 5x on bitcoin than like a 20x on like a coin that's doing nothing for society and and not just that but it's like who gives a fuck about like bitcoin going to 100k like in our case because we're so low like we're so low in the whatever pecking order i guess financially or you know whatever in terms of like dollar amount that like it could be a bear market and we could end up in like the top 10 which i think is like actually really the competition isn't much like everything is pos everything's in solidity everything is pretty like pretty basic and the same so, like, I could see us being in a situation where we're in, like, the top 10, like, during a bear market, and we do hit, like, a 50-60x, but, like, it's it's all about, like, why that is happening, you know? Like, it's not just because whatever, it's not because of hype, it's because of actual utility, and, like,
3: well,
4: yeah. there's
7: gonna be a lot of huge players putting in a lot of money into into uh, Kadena, and really only Kadena, I can't even say products like Kadena, but, like, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of how I... I see it. I mean, that's just how it is. Like, that's how it will be.
5: I think yeah. it, I think it leads. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, man.
2: Oh, I was just going to say, I think it leads back to obviously the Kadena team, you know, and and their opportunities. You could definitely call them as far as their background and working really, you know, in the early two thousands and stuff where they got they got to prospect what they needed to do and what was building you know they literally got to see everything and so you know they know what what the world needs as far as crypto where right now i feel like crypto is stuck in that like people just want to make money phase so they'll go to the hype chain they'll go to the chain that are sad to say producing those x's right like you said and yeah that's like i said my simple you know market reading of it but yeah like 90 percent of these chains that are out there aren't producing anything or if they are it's one thing like they want to do nfts and that's it they want to do this and that's it you know it's it's not we're gonna redo nft standards we're gonna redo you know like really the cadena team and the projects building on it are looking at the whole you know realm of of crypto and being like what can we do better you know and that's
4: what i like to see and lord knows there's a lot that can be done better significantly better
5: yeah man cadenas like all boy man in a sense that's how i see it like dubai has been built in 30 to 40 years like 45 let's say 40 to 50 years ago Man, they were taking like like they were walking across the desert with a horse they did not have like water pipes and stuff and now it's like such an impressive city because it's new you know it's like when everything's new when like everything's open when you have all these possibilities you can come and it's much easier, to, it's like easier to build, you no. Know? And I'm not saying it's easier to build on Kadena. Uh, in a lot of senses, it's not that easy, uh, but just because it's so new and there's not a lot of um, like resources, there's not a lot of like projects that like went before you and they've done it in a way and you can say like, okay, so it's like a one hour job, I'm looking at their contracts and I can build it, you know? it sometimes it can be a two weeks job until like you figure out how to do it so in that sense it does take a bit more time but man is it rewarding you know like when you see what you can do with cadena it's and this is from a development point of view man it's just mind-blowing i wish that everybody here could be a developer and they can look at Pact and they can understand how beautiful and <laughs> elegant it is man it's in a such a different league man it's it's like a Ferrari, man. You know, it's so... Yeah, you, ha-
7: you have error messages with Pact.
5: <laughs> you have
7: so unlike, much stuff. Unlike Solidity.
5: So much stuff. Like, for us to get into a multi-sig, like, that's how we handle uh, the high finances and stuff. There's, like, three co-founders, and uh, we each have a multi-sig. We have to agree on anything, really, you know, so that also... Uh, from a social point of view that that guarantees the longevity of the product of the product you know like none of us can ever go like rogue or anything we need each other and that's like very nice you know like in cadena we had that out of the box man you know like on ethereum on stuff like stuff like that you need to have like protocols it's like super sketchy man cadena straight out of the box you don't even think about it you just have it you just use it you know it's like very elegant man you know that's all I can say about it.
2: Well, and I think it it leads to a lot of our NFT projects too. Like a lot of our NFT projects that are popping up are builders. Like first, you know, they're not like, "Hey, here's my cool project. Give me a bunch of money, and then we'll start building." You know, which I hate to say, in the NFT world, a lot of it is that. It's like give us money up front and we promise to do this in the next few months, you know, where it's like, yeah, a lot of the, like, you know, yes, we have our profile picture projects and so on and so forth, but a lot of them are still building, you know, you've got the bulls building the casino, building the arcade, you know, just like, even if it's something simple, at least they're proving that they're building and that they have a product rather than just a JPEG, you know? And so that's where I come down to. It's also clearly, you know, a nod to the network and the fact that they want to redo not only NFTs, but expand the capabilities which really you know when you look at the nft world and like i was one of those guys six months ago well fuck it's june now seven or eight months ago (laughs) i was you know that guy where i thought every nft project was just a dumb jpeg and now i understand i've stopped being ignorant and i looked into the potential and possibility of what nfts can do over the next like 50 years in our life you know and it's like when once you start mixing in those possibilities and capabilities then really again like it's like sky's the limit especially when you have people like the cadena team willing to redo something like that and really try and set the industry standard you know whereas like I feel like everything on Ethereum, it's like, we'll do it when it's a problem. You know, it's like, oh, gas fees for the last year have been ridiculous. And now they finally have come out with, you know, a different token standard. You know, it's like, eh, that's where I just come from is they'd rather do everything proper and set the ground for all these projects to build rather than be like, man, let us know when you have an issue and
4: then we'll maybe get to it in the next year. You know. Absolutely. NFTs can be just so much more than what they are right now. And Mm Cadena is setting up the perfect infrastructure towards actually making that possible.
6: Yeah, Potential's crazy. You've got, like, music. You could do sort of, like, event tickets and stuff like that. People are and certain NFTs, get sort of, like, VIP access to certain events or discounted tickets to things. There's, there's all these loads that you can do. Even, with, uh, even you know, more NFTs than
4: that, and... you know, the final oh, ownership yeah. of an asset on NFTs, that's brilliant. You are no mm. longer the owner of the asset. The NFT is the owner of the asset right and then by transacting the NFT.
6: yeah i think you've just disappeared there okay he got he got he right. right
2: he's been rugged <laughs> but you no know, what he was touching on there as well it kind of leads back into my background as far as the film industry and really what i'm trying to do now and and it's You know, again, for the, you know, not right now because of costs and everything, but I think of 3D printing or additive manufacturing and then linking that to NFTs. You know, you think of these large companies like I, you know, I'm not, I shouldn't say I'm not an environmental guy. I'm just not someone who will harp on you for environmental stuff because I understand that the world does crazy things to the environment and everyone just turns a blind eye to it and they pick on like oil or whatever, but Hey, pick on oil. And if you want plastic removed from your world, then fine, get rid of oil. But you know, it's just dumb stuff. But anyways, I think of like the large companies like Nike, you know, it's like, think about how much they produce in a year and think about how much they throw out in a year massive amounts of product massive amounts of money massive amounts of everything well in the future when it's easier to 3d print whatever and everything and blah 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 now think about that now you've got your one-off sales even if it's just your online sales well now they're linked to an nft you now have bought your 200 hundred dollar pair of nikes uh, via an NFT. Well, you go to these large, you know, in certain places or even online. Well, now you can claim that pair of shoes. Well, that pair of shoes doesn't get created until you burn that nft or what have you well now you've just cut back in your costs as a company because you're basically pre-selling everything before you're even manufacturing it which is massive you know what i mean and so like yes the tech might not be there yet so on and so forth but but yeah like those are the potentials you know
6: yeah, yeah, totally get you. Totally get you. Um like, well, what do what do you think now guys? Uh, we've been on for like uh, quite a little bit. Do you think we should uh, like um wrap things up and uh, like just go around everyone that's uh, speaking and um you know just yeah any final statements
7: from anyone? Long live Kina. Yeah, exactly. I oh. guess
2: I guess uh, I'll, I'll speak on behalf of Echo and say mock mock.
1: No, I was thinking that <laughs> Actually, yeah. thanks everybody. We had over like 100 people at some point and it's maybe one of the, one of the biggest uh, like crowds and spaces in the Cadena ecosystem. So thanks everybody who had the patience to listen to our to our uh, stuff and our stupid com rocket, rocket jokes uh and i hope you will come again we we have other meme coin meme queen names in mind we will joke about so don't yeah. worry about that uh,
6: nice one nice one uh, thanks Andre, for uh, arranging this and, and getting everyone on uh, echo um, yeah, did you want to, um like add anything
4: well i i did have a final statement to make but you know they stole it from me so instead i'm just gonna say that it's truly a massive honor to be building on Kadena and you know uh, we did try to delay the IDO as much as possible because I told that everybody and I'll say it again once you touch somebody else's money that's the moment in which you are accountable so I do want to say on behalf of me and the entire Mock team we're going to do everything in our power to not disappoint you guys and to be true to the things that We promise you guys, which is ultimately a mock mock. Uh, Obviously. And
1: if you're wrong, wrong, we have your KYC and I will knock at your door just so everybody knows. So I don't think Alex. everybody knows who I am.
4: You can find me on, I don't know, LinkedIn.
1: (laughs) I know, (laughs) man. Anyways, I will fucking end this so we don't drag any longer. Thanks everybody um, yeah, thanks yeah, so on this bump show. Thank you, and good night. Good night,
0: good night yeah.
2: everyone. Thanks to night, everyone. everyone. You guys all thanks have a good day, time. good night. Yeah, yeah, good day, good Thank night, yourself. wherever you are.
0: Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Hyperscent Launchpad Mock Token Sale, Miners of Cadenia, recorded on Tuesday, June 21st, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Mock, mock. Waking up like a basement dweller, stepped out the door and heard racist yelling. 2020, what an ugly shit show. Staring at the fucking rig roll from the get go. Looking outside, the whole state's on fire. The fuck do you expect when you embrace the liars and replace the writers with AI just like us, emaciated models killing bright birds. First in, last out. Picture me rolling. The worst time to cash out. So what you holding? The perks gonna cash cow country stolen. droolin' over chicken
8: Analyze those situations. What you find is, is that we as humans simply have a profound inability to understand statistics and probability.
0: Stitching these writings, living that life like, who would have guessed you turn out this nice, right? Avoiding stress, that's the motherfucking secret. Print that shit on a motherfucking leaflet. I'm just an asshole hooked on the bricks, looking at the rectangles. Damn, they kinda thick. We've gone through a whole lot of kings here.
8: I live in New York City, where in our harbor we have the Statue of If you melt the water ice, that's on on land, the ocean level will rise to reach her left elbow. That takes out all of New York City, and basically every other coastal city that we've spent thousands of years building uh, in the, since the dawn of civilization.
0: Spaces